getting there. Welcome everyone to Fire and Water, the podcast coming of age in this age. We seek to cultivate wise leaders one show at a time. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Tennyson Wolf. I'm with Quinita Robertson. And today we are talking a little bit about, oh, staying in the journey. We have just started a, we just started uh, a second cohort. Uh, and we gathered for five days as an initial retreat. And uh, this was in March. And uh, so we've got a group of 23 people plus the two of us. So 25 of us that are journeying. And it's over 16 months. We've designed Fire and Water in a way that includes three gatherings. This first one happened online in a good adapted way but nonetheless intense or very deliberate kind of way for the five days. So there's two more gatherings that will happen, but there's space in between those. Yeah. And we've built in some structure that we've talked about as being critical connection, you know, that the importance of staying in touch with one another that includes uh, small groups that journey together, groups of five or six, uh, whole group check-in questions online, whole group calls that we have online, uh, so there's a, a few things that are really encouraged to help maintain and grow connection amongst each other. But we're in the reality of intensity of time with one another. Woo! And then a bit of missing, well, for me anyway, missing people and really needing to explore a little bit of what keeps us, any of us, in the journey not just passing time with one another. That's some of my setup. I think we're talking about some of that kind of stuff. Is that right, Quinita? Yeah, I think that's, that is good. You know, one of the things that came to mind for me when you were speaking is um, during our retreat, we had where we um, had a place for people to do offerings. Mm -hmm. You know, um, one of the things that would be interesting to see is just even periodically to have some, uh, invitation to do offerings, you know, um, especially with the span between this retreat and next. And I also think that there's different layers of keeping us in it, right? So like what keeps what keeps us in it individually, what keeps us in it um, going together, <laughs> you know, making those connections because it is about relationship and how do we lean into each other in that way. Um, 16 months can is a long time to be journeying with each other. And at the beginning, I think one of the things that I know at the beginning of groups for me, one thing that keeps me in it is just the curiosity about who are these people, <laughs> you know, who am I in it with? And it allows for space to reach out and the getting to know you um, phase that relationships give initially. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to go just one step further with that. You, um, as we were speaking earlier, you talked about how you have some uh, patterns, rituals, things that you do that are part of your daily life, whether it's connected to fire and water or not, that the way that I was hearing it, Quinita, these are things that sort of keep you in awareness or keep you in flow with life or keep you in contact with spirit, some of that, whatever words you use there, would, uh -huh. would you say a little bit about that? Yeah, I just kind of, you know, when I get up in the morning, one of the things that I have a place where I light some sage and maybe some other things, the kind of just um, some herbs or, or things that I want to just connect me and remind me 
of the ancestors remind me that it's more than just me um, here. And I kind of, I do it almost every morning, I guess, um, when I'm walking through my day and it's just become part of my daily routine. I think another thing for me is lighting a candle that oftentimes I'll light the candle in the morning as well to have it there. And that for me is a sign for myself to be present and to show up more than just physically show up, but to show up in my day mm-hmm. or to show up in a group where I'm with. Um, and so I know when I see that it's, it's like automatic, it's a call, call out for me. Um, I think another thing for me that I would say keeps me in it. I have a practice and it's an ongoing practice through the day that when things happen, I often will ask myself, so what does that have to do with, with who you are or what's, what, what are you trying to learn or what does this have for you? You know? And so I'm just in kind of a general curiosity throughout the day. Um, Now, I think some people would find that tiring (laughs) to be in questioning, but I don't do it in a way that's like, oh, I have to be asking this question. It's become quite just automatic for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of how I, um, I'm a, I tend to be an external processor, but for me, um, because I spend a lot of time by myself, I guess, I tend to walk with that question um, often. What about you? Yeah, that stirs a few things for me. I'm trying to come back to another context here where I know that I am undeniably staying in touch, like staying in connection. Uh, I think of my kids right now. I have uh, three kids and uh, two of them are adult and married and living in a different geography, one three hours away and one, you know, across the country kind of thing. There is no doubt that I stay in connection with them. Either it's a text here and there or a phone call that tends to turn out weekly or so, or, uh, hey, I just saw something that reminded me of you. Like, like there's, a, there's a deliberate and undeniable reaching out with one another. There's an undeniable in the space of family there, there that I feel of going together with one another despite geographies and despite, you know, uh, not seeing each other in face-to-face ways uh, in, in the way that happens when you're under the same roof. So there's undeniable uh, connection that way. Um, when I pull it back to fire and water here and the group that we are now journeying with, uh, even that sentence alone means something to me. Now journeying with is how I hold that in my heart. It's not like, oh, we did a thing and now out of sight, out of mind. I feel these people uh, in my, my uh, awareness uh, and in my heart. Uh, so there's something that continues. Now I know I feel very aware of the way that life can distract or just become very busy and filled and we lose touch with some things or sometimes people. Um, I'm trying to be pretty deliberate. It, it, uh, just with with the you know the ongoing awareness or um, periodic moments of really calling these people in uh, along the way here, we've set up fire and water as a as a uh, a rite of passage, and uh, we speak often of how that includes these three stages of departure and ordeal and return. And so there's a little extra energy right now in departure, departure from norms, departure from things that aren't helpful, departure from old selves even. Uh, 
and um, needing to be with others in, in uh, the nuancing of that, sometimes the big things and sometimes just the little things. Uh, I, I find myself wanting to, uh, to really hold this as a kind of covenant. Covenant's a strong word, you know, so a, a deep commitment to even just awareness with these people. Let me come back a little bit though, because I want to pull that down. You're talking about um, some of the things that you do in the morning, or I asked you to speak about some of that I have those kind of things too. It's regular morning practice for me to uh, write down, handwrite my dreams if I remember a dream, uh, to um, uh, journal a little bit, just in my personal journal. Uh, stillness is a practice for me, anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes of just quiet breathing. And then usually writing some more in, in the form of, uh, often in the form of a blog post. Those are all things that, that uh, I think help me to be me so that I can be me in the context of the fire and water journey also. Now, all of that is sort of awareness stuff. And maybe, maybe that's what all of it is. I'm looking over at my wall here where on my wall, I have uh, put the names of all of the people that are in our fire and water journey. And I've put them into the groups, small groups that they're in also of six six, 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 and five people, those four different groups. That's part of me staying in the journey with them. I don't want them out of sight. I want them easily in sight where I can just look over the wall and go, oh yeah, they're in a group together. Or, oh yeah, they're, they, you know, their faces and their being comes to mind. This is part of me not wanting to just say, we did a thing and then forgot about it. And then we did another thing. I, I want the, I want the flow of it. That's something in that feels really important. Let me stop there. Yeah, I was noticing when you were talking too before you mentioned it. Like I have their names on my wall too, right? In yeah. the group, <laughs> um, and I do. It's nice to be able to sit and look up and see. Oh, who's traveling together? How are they? You know, um, what's the small groups? Just to be reminded to get them in the. Um, one of the things I said to you when you were here before the first retreat was I was starting to feel them in my bloodstream. You know, it's that carrying. And I think part of it for me in connection with fire and water, also what contributes or mm, how I connect is informed by what my relationship is with, mm -hmm. with people I'm in relationship with. So I'm aware of in fire and water, I'm not a participant, mm -hmm. that I am a guide yeah. and an elder in this group. And so that requires a different kind of holding and mindfulness of not only where I am, but where they are in the process. Yeah. You know? um, and so whether that's like watching the thread online and reaching out to somebody when I think I need to reach out, or whether that involves, you know, someone comes to my mind because I'm holding them in my heart and I can feel something and just reaching out and just checking in. Hey, how are you doing? I just wanted to say hello. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those things, I think for me, our way that I kind of practice the keeping connected mm -hmm. to them and to what I feel is our sacred contract together. Yeah. Um, you know, I think another piece for me and staying in it that I find and with fire and water specifically, but in other things is, is how you and I stay connected. Mm -hmm. You know, we're in a lot of different work and we 
do a lot of different things and even talking about fire and water. But one of the things that we've made a practice of is like coffee calls mm -hmm. that we have made a practice that it's not just like work isn't separate. You know, that we, that you um, at times have said, you know, friendship is the business model, right? Mm -hmm. And so like, we need to have more conversations than just conversations about the work we're doing in the moment. Right, yeah. I would even say our, you know, we did a small retreat after the retreat. Mm -hmm. that tending to the downtime for us after we've held a group for five days mm -hmm. that um that that helps um me to show up and to be present more because um, number one it helped me knowing it was coming mm -hmm. just the planning of it mm -hmm. because i know we give an awful lot during that time and then it helped me just having that time having the time mm -hmm. to and space to be together and wander in conversation and you know even in the neighborhood of where we were <laughs> um together helps to support us in the holding fire and water mm. yeah yeah can i pick it up from there uh there's an image here in our naming we've called this this journey fire and water and uh, the image of fire and tending a fire is a strong one for me that's something i love to do you know, who's going to tend the fire? Ooh, 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 pick me. You know, I take that as a, as a good thing. I like doing it. Uh, so when I think of tending to people this way, there, there is a definite way that I feel like I am, I am paying attention to them differently than I would if I were a participant in the program. Like there's something about this, the fire the central fire, uh, making sure that that's healthy or contributing to its health or contributing to the bigger picture of that. Uh, all of that matters. So there is a tending. I'm relating to what you, you were just sharing. And not only in the elder ring, but in the being eldered, meaning you and I both do this. We have a few people that we reach out to and especially for me over the last four or five months or so, I've deliberately reached out to some people that I regard as elders or elders to me and have I love and respect with and for them. Uh, and I've gone to them deliberately to say, I, I need to be guided. I'm inviting you to do some guiding of me and in part so that I can feel that energy of being held by them, eldered by them, so that I might be able to share a little bit of that not, uh, along the way with our participants, not necessarily the same stuff. You know, I learned from my elder, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm going to take that. It's, it's just, it's almost the feeling of being watched or guided uh, that really matters. I think the last thing I would share though here, at least for right now, is um, it's something about ritualizing Quinita. Um, I love creating a kind of ritual or a ritual feel like lighting a candle. You know, I'm lighting a candle because um, uh, I, I wanna think about a particular group of people, including fire and water, our fire and water participants sometimes. Um, or take a walk or burn some sage or whatever that is for people. I, I think I get really excited. If, if the question is something about 
how do you stay in the energy of connection or stay in the energy of journey? That's not just headspace for me. So making, even making something up, make more, we're all making it up, making something up that brings added awareness or connection, energetic connection even, be it through a lit candle, be it through picking a few flowers and putting them in a vase, be it through taking a walk, any of those kind of things. There's something about the leaning into a ritualized energy that I think really helps to like feed the journey. I, I get excited about that. That feels rich to me. Let me pause there. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, one of the things, and I, and I used to do this when I was younger and I started it again, I'm just buying fresh flowers every week. Mm -hmm. And there's something about the, just the connection to nature mm -hmm. and to all that is, that it's been calling me back into. And, um, you know, for me, when, you, when I hear you speak about the eldering that we've had people do for us, you know, what I love is it's, there's a being held. Mm -hmm. There's a being held that happens that, um, that it's not the same stuff. It's not like, I don't hold necessarily the people in the same way, mm -hmm. um, but it is a learning and energetic of what it means to hold someone, yeah. you know? Um, and being able, the more I can feel that, the more I can feel being held, the more I know how to hold. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so it's that, uh, that learning that I think, and one of the things that we were intentional about when we were talking about doing fire and water for the first time, that we wanted to um, integrate into this journey for us, our continued learning and um, from elders. Mm -hmm. And so um, I like that, uh, that we're growing that way. And one of the things I, one of the ways I see that showing up is I think it changes too, who comes to us mm. as we grow and learn more, you know, the people that need what we have show up and the people who have what we need show up. And I've seen that happen time and time again too. Yeah. I love, I love your orientation that way. That sort of makes the story so much bigger. Anything else to add in for, for today? No, I think that's a, that's a good, I, I guess I would be curious about, um, you know, we asked this to our fire and water people, but even curious to other people who are listening to this uh, podcast, like what are some of the things that they do to keep connected to spirit? Yeah, I was realizing as you and I are speaking here today, another uh, simple way of framing that for me is you and I are using this language wise and soulful quite a bit. So mm -hmm. that question can morph into, hey, you know, are there things that you do that can that add to your own wisdom and your own soulfulness, that kind of thing? Or, <clears throat> excuse me, another way of thinking about that is, um, I, th I think we're, we're, we're trying to be awake. Uh, maybe the journey is one of awakeness. And how is it that any of us stay in the journey of awakeness? One thing that you and I are naming is, boy, it helps to have some people deliberately holding space for that path. 
for that journey to happen. And it helped, like it helps to be held and it helps to do some holding. I think this is what you and I have been uh, doing. Uh, yeah, as our own contribution to a wise and soulful path or an awakening path. So, yes. Yeah. I think one of the things, and it's interesting because you and you spoke about awake, what, what popped up for me is I was in a conversation yesterday about the, the difference between mm -hmm. supporting each other and remembering and accountability. Mm -hmm. You know, that there's a different energy in this whole idea of um, we're going it together so we can help each other remember the truth of who we are. Mm -hmm. But that's different than holding somebody accountable. Mm -hmm. The remembering and the holding is a reminder, but it's not attached to whether you are accountable or not. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. not attached to what you do with the encouragement to remember, you know? And so there's a, there's, there's a love that's infused in it that sometimes we lose in the idea of the accountability piece. Good. Yeah. Good for today. Good. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening today. We appreciate your support and we are grateful to uh, know that you are in your own practices and commitments to wisdom uh, and coming of age in this age. If you wish further information, the shared website that Quinita and I have is fireandwaterleadership.weebly.com. Quinita's website is nazuzu.com and mine is tennisandwolf.com. Thanks for listening today.